Millennials versus the world. Go get you a woman, stop messing with girls. We tryna enhance, we tryna advance. Society got you all stuck in a trance. Like zombies when y'all walk. Killing men's about to whip out the chalk. Now let's sit down, have a little talk. Podcast game, we got it on lock. Millennials versus the world. 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 What up, what up, what up, man? We got the Millennials Best the World podcast, man. So we just blessed the mic with a great uh, uh, owning your lifestyle. Well, now we going on to education, the Dun Dada. As y'all know, I just said the Dun Dada. <laughs> oh, God. So as you know, uh, I am an educator. I believe in the youth. But we talk about this system has become a business and how it is. Dad, do you want to start off with your view? How you do not, you think college is for absolutely no one and you think nobody should go to college no matter what? <laughs> Wow, that's uh, taking it a little far there, son. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's college I, for everybody. Go. No. I'm going to crank this one up on them, bro. I'm going to crank this one up. Yeah. College is not for everyone. I think what we have gotten to is that as parents, we pay for an experience and not education. Um, it's amazing how tuition continues to climb, mm-hmm. but you still got the same books, the same curriculum, the same instructors, and the same outcome. Most kids come out of college with a piece of paper and $1,000 in debt and no job. I believe that... Is the purpose of college to get a job or is it to educate yourself? Is is The purpose of college is supposed to prepare you to get into the job market. Now, there's a problem when when Fortune 500, 200 uh, corporations are always saying, we have nobody that can fill our jobs. That means that the colleges are not doing their job to fill them. So that's what I'm saying. If you're going to spend that kind of cash, you should have a higher percentage of being able to land a job that corporations are are asking for. And the fact that corporations have to pull in foreigners to do jobs when we got more people here that are educating, then we got a problem with our system. Um, Just college for everybody? No, it isn't. Who is college for then? That person who wants to make themselves better. Mm. So some people are forced. Some parents force their kids to go to school mm-hmm. when they already know whether they, you know, it may be a trade. That may be what they want to do and they're good at it. And then when we look at the fact of being prepared for a job, um, you can come out as a blue collar, you know, worker with a trade. And you're making thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars a year, versus getting that four-year degree and coming out and not having a job at all. Mm-hmm. So, is it about the job? We can say it's not, but it very much is. So, personally, I think college is only a waste. If we, which we said off mic, if you if you are going to owe a whole lot of money coming out. Oh, absolutely. If you, you go, don't know what you're doing, right. I would even argue if you don't know what you're doing, but you got the education for free. Don't get me wrong, you may have to go back, but if you didn't pay for it, it doesn't hurt as bad if you don't know what you're doing, you went, and now you owe, and you really didn't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a bad hand of that. I just like math, so I ended up lucking out that math can mean a whole bunch of different things. But when I got to ANT, you a witness, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. It took me a year to be like, mm, this is the path. But the worst part of my ANT experience is the student loan call I got after I graduated because I was like, I wouldn't accept, it was times where I had grants that could have took care of my whole semester, but being financially incompetent, I accepted some student loans. 
I would have never done it. I just would have worked like I did, struggled Boulevard, Boulevard, and then came out on it. Now, I think people hate college solely. Not hate. I think people think college is not for everybody because it's not an immediate, it's not always an immediate, um, what's the word I'm looking for? After you get out, immediate gratification. gratification as soon as you get out. You know what I mean? So, like, you go to college, you're thinking, like, hey, I want to be an architect. You go do that, and sometimes you get the job for 20000 when you feel like you worth a hundred thousand, but in reality, working that internship for those three summers may get you the hundred fifty thousand dollar gig. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's for everybody. I don't. But I think the misconception is is that educating yourself is for everybody. Right. College may not be there, but you still have to continue to educate yourself outside of well, high school. But so. we're talking about two different things. When you're okay. talking about educating yourself, is that the purpose of college though? Yeah. Well, college is educating, but it's also should be enhancing the thing that you want to do. And I think most of the time what we miss out is in our growing up years, we don't take the time to figure out what it is that we really like to do. We're so caught up in what everybody else is doing, trying to be this, trying to be that, that we don't take the time and go, hey, man, I wonder what makes Carlos tick. What, what is the thing that if, mm -hmm. if I did it and money wasn't the issue and mm -hmm. I can live that it would make me feel so satisfying that mm -hmm. I do it on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. That's a question that never gets asked. And our school systems never asked that question. Mm. If you look at it, um, the school system is all about, hey, let me get you to the next level. Let me get you out of here, get you on so you can get you, you know, get you a job. Um, now, I would say when I was going through school, a four-year degree was it. If you got a four-year degree, mm -hmm. you were set. Because mm -hmm. most of the time, you could get a, a good job with – IBM back then, Nortel, and you could stay there for 30 years mm -hmm. and, and have a, a, a nice career. Those days are gone. I mean, you can, you can uh, with the internet, the way the internet is now, man, you got more millionaires with no degrees. Mm -hmm. But they're using the internet and resources that we didn't have um, without going to school. Um, so I'm not saying just throw, I mean, I'm, I'm a big component, a big opponent of education but when it's done right you don't force feed it because if you don't know what you want then you're wasting money mm -hmm. well i think very much the college experience is something that you know is real yep, so yep, yep, yep. but you don't have to go to college to, to be that, able to get the experience, experience. Mm -hmm. so there's things like time management some um high schoolers have that down Mm -hmm. From all the clubs, extracurricular activities they're in, um, sports. I'm a, a big proponent of of um, sports, sports because it teaches you discipline. Yeah. And so I think everyone should be exposed to um, just different areas. You mm -hmm. know, so the same way with time management. The reason I say college versus high school is because you have um, an adult who's standing over you saying, "Oh, you need to go to bed now. You need to get up at this time. You need to do that." And usually, when you go to college, you don't have that person mm -hmm. who's telling you what to do, how to do it. So if you decide you're going to party that night and you have a test test the next morning, do you you know if you manage your time, you either study early and then go to the party, you take a nap, you don't sleep, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. do what you need to do, and that's what and that's the same way in life. So it the is. same way in life, once you have a family, mm -hmm. it's a matter of you have work the next day, but you have a sick child that night, you still got to go to work the next morning. So it's little things like that that mm -hmm. can help you in terms of you know can you only get that in college? No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But that helps, and that is that experience because now you're you're grown, at least you mm -hmm. think you are. 
And so you start making these decisions where others were making it for you. And I think that's where college comes in. There's the whole thing of, you know, cultural awareness. Mm -hmm. When you're um, even in a diverse high school, which, you know, I was in a diverse high school being um, living in Fayetteville right outside of Fort Bragg. Uh, there were many cultures that were there, but at the same time, you didn't really pay attention because you had your own little cliques. Mm -hmm. Well, when you get to college, then you start living with other cultures. Yeah, yeah, You're seeing yeah. how other cultures live. You get those differences. You mm -hmm. know, I have to, I, I remember my first time experiencing racism being a part of this club when I was in high school, but it was real, real when I got to college. Yeah. Like I saw the, the bar, someone yeah. left the N word on a sweet mate's door. You know, sure. I saw the, I was a, um, what was a Ben Franklin scholar mm -hmm. at NC state and I was the only black and someone telling me you talk differently. I'd never had anyone to tell me that mm -hmm. to my face, you know, mm -hmm. or to um, say they thought they were doing me a favor for me studying with them versus, wow. no, you need me because I'm going to mm -hmm. make the mm -hmm. A, you mm -hmm. follow in my footsteps. So these are things that I think you get in college mm -hmm. and that's where college is, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. while on the other hand, you know, I got paid to go to school. So yeah, I would Respect. say do college mm -hmm. all day long. Mm -hmm. But what I don't believe in is coming out of school and being a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And I don't think you should go to school at, at any cost and definitely not for that cost. So there's no school, Ivy League, whatever, that's worth that amount. Let's stay with a hundred thousand dollars of debt. In my view? And this is on scholarship. No. No, it's debt. Being debt, a hundred thousand dollars. Oh no. Is any school worth that. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Okay, so the current high school education system is setting kids up to finish it. Be in debt and to fail. Ooh, to fail? Yes, yes. Do you think that it's not a enough real world application from yeah. what they're doing? Yeah, and that's doing? why. Yeah, that's no. why. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't set it up for a student to really understand. Do I need to go to college or do I need to go to trade school mm -hmm. or do I need to take the entrepreneurial route and do what I want to do? So and, okay, and, and, and and the fact that we as parents mm -hmm. we're shoving a four year degree, you going to college, you going to college, you going you it's know behavior, it's, but, yeah. it's 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 that thing of you going to college, you going to, as if the college is gonna make their lives that much better than our lives. Mm -hmm. and, and, and and that's the travesty of it all, is that we're pushing the same menu that the colleges are. That's why they can afford to have the tuition go up because they know people gonna do what they need to do to get in it. Mm -hmm. Now granted if they got a great football team, a great basketball team, you know, everybody rah rah for whoever, they know that they're gonna get a group of people that's gonna pay to go to that school so they can say, I was a part of the Alabama experience, I was a part of the Carolina experience. I mean, even, I, you know, I was a part of the uh, uh, your school, AT. AT is huge in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I was a part of that. I mean, that carries uh, a whole bunch of, of uh, influence mm -hmm. along with it. But every year, the tuition goes up, mm -hmm. regardless it of do, it do, it do. regardless of the income of the people that needs to get it. Tuition goes up, and the curriculum doesn't change. And you know they may add entrepreneurship, but even when you go through that, it doesn't give you real life experiences of what real entrepreneurship is. Mm -hmm. A book sense of entrepreneurship is not life sense of doing it, mm -hmm. and we and we got the two mixed up. Colleges teach theory. This is how it should happen. And then when you get out there, most companies, the first thing they do is train you how they want you to do it. They ain't got nothing to do about your education. Mm -hmm. You paid 60, 70,000, whatever, to sit in a class, to pass some tests that shows that you're able to study 
and pass an exam. But see, that's where the co-op and internships come into play. I was about play. to say that. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And yeah, so yeah, very yeah. well, what I, what was in theory for my degree, I was able to have co-ops. And so I made money in the same sense to be able to, you know, determine what was what I was going to do after I left school. Mm-hmm. To, to, to your point. Just, no, no, no. Do your thing. Do your thing. That's what it's about. Because I'm like this. For your undergrad... You, you know, I think undergrad is cool, but that shouldn't be your major. That shouldn't all your emphasis go in mm-hmm. because undergrad is undergrad. Undergrad right now is just like having a high school diploma. It's a piece it's of paper. Get, it's getting there. Yeah, it's and, getting there. you know, like for me, I knew I, I started out, I wanted to go into the Army, I mean, to the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I purposely picked a school that had an Air Force Junior ROTC program. Mm-hmm. Happened to be Feb State. I looked at what it cost. I could have worked part-time as... Sears, McDonald's, or whatever, paid the tuition for four years, mm-hmm. then go into the career I want. So I, I, I kind of had that. I knew what I mm-hmm. wanted, and I wasn't going to get loans. Even though my dad said, wherever you want to go, I'll pay for it, I, I wanted this. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I fell in love with computers, took another route, mm-hmm. got a job, left, went mm-hmm. back, and mm-hmm. all that. But the thing is, if you need to specialize, I can see you getting a master's to help specialize in a field that you really want to be in mm-hmm. after you figure out what that field is. Mm-hmm. So even that gets you to another, another level because that gives you the expertise. And I can see you getting a doctoral to even dig deeper because my thing is uh, undergrad is a general degree. A master's gets you a little more specific in what it is you want to do. I use general, but I feel where you're coming from. I, I I feel where you're coming from. I wouldn't use general. Well, because because if you say general, it like it devalues all these people that are learning this this specific skill. But but, but how many saying. times you see people that can have a sociology degree, but they're doing something in business? Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't downplay. I'm not you, saying it's down. I'm just saying, but whatever degree you get mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that's going. It, it could be generally used for any other job. Regardless of what the name of that you degree is, that to, to make I mean, you you got you you you've got people in sociology, criminal justice. That's a salesperson. That's a this that's a manager. But it, it's all to me that ma- that bachelor's degree means that you had the fortitude to hang in there to finish something, and you walked across the stage. Now, if I want to be more specific of what I want to do with my education, I go get a master's. And then that pinpoints on one 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 thing of, of that, and then if I really want to be a master of it, I go get a PhD. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna interject right there. I'm not disagreeing with the first eighty percent of what you said. I'm not disagreeing with that. Twenty percent. It's the it's the twenty eighty twenty rule. So what I'm saying is this: you're saying go get a master's because I want to specialize in this. How would I know what I want to specialize without trying? Like I got a bachelor's degree in mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. I got a master's in educational administration math was just always, it came to me easily. You know, I'm not saying that's right why I got it, but that, it just came to me easily. Like, I went in and I do like math. You know what I'm saying? Right. But without going and saying, hey, I want to get this degree, I have to learn how to sit in this environment, learn at this level, this cognitive, show this cognitive ability to take in this amount of information and reproduce presentations, reproduce projects, reproduce reports. Being able to do that, me be like, hmm, now I can master this. So I have to specifically go into a college, learn a skill, learn how to cognitively master that skill, whatever it is, before I even think about specializing in anything on a, on, on a master's level. You get what I'm saying? Because if you say general, that means I can go 
get a degree in sociology, right? You can't go, I should say you can't, you get a degree in sociology and now you want to master in accounting. You, you could do that. Okay. I, do do, do y'all think that could happen? Yes, it can. She's got she's got she's got an engineering degree, electrical engineer degree, mm -hmm. and her math she was one she she's got an MBA. I'm about to kill this argument with you about to say because I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. But her math, but her master, she was focused on an accounting degree. She has an engineering degree. That's like math. That's like math. That's I was engineer. with engineers. I was with engineers all the way up until my senior year. Mm -hmm. The only thing they didn't take was intermediate analysis, abstract algebra, and proofs and logic. I think y'all took proofs and logic. Mm -hmm. So the only thing they didn't take was like the 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 classes when I miss me and three other people. Right. So she got she got numbers and math written all over her her, her educational but, but experience. But if you think of if you think of an accounting degree, is an engineering degree in the path of somebody that would get an accounting a master's in accounting. Say that again, I'm sorry. Engineering. If you think of somebody that goes and get a master's in accounting with mm -hmm. a with a double E degree mm -hmm. be in that tree. Wouldn't that be like business administration? Yeah. Then respect, accounting, respect, respect, respect. and then so what I'm saying is that you got people that gets these degrees and other things, then they discover, hey, I really like this, and then they take whatever exam they got to take to get respect, in the master, respect, respect. I and then they go get what they want. Respect. So I'm saying I'm not. You were fortunate. You love math, right. and you got in, and you made math work. I I started in math. And when I went back, they had computer science, which I was really hot and heavy in. Mm -hmm. So it worked out perfect for me. Mm -hmm. But I also knew I wasn't going to mat the, the grad school. So whatever mm -hmm. I got my degree in, it had to be able to afford me money. Mm -hmm. Now, the ironic thing is I stayed in the computer business for 23 years. Mm -hmm. I'm in the insurance business. Mm -hmm. I love it far more than I do computers. I did not need a degree to get into the insurance business. Respect. I get that. I get that. I agree. But I want to ask you a question, though, Andre. When you went and got your master's, mm -hmm. did you not feel like... Now, granted, I get engineering and accounting, two different fields. Right. I do get that. Right. But, like, when it came down to the nitty-gritty about what accounting is and when it came down to the numbers and it came down to the real advanced, like, systems of accounting that you have to do, weren't you comfortable with that level of math based off the experience that you had in undergrad? Right. But, so, here, here, here it is. I have a, an MBA, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want it and I don't have it. I have a, con a concentration in accounting mm -hmm. because I have a business that um, on the side, mm -hmm. which just to throw that whole entrepreneurial thing is everybody needs to have some type of business. Mm -hmm. Okay, But um, it's it spurred off from engineering. One thing for sure, although I have never worked as an engineer not mm -hmm. an, or electrical engineer because mm -hmm. i have done voice engineering data engineering before mm -hmm. but i've never worked in my degree per se but mm -hmm. there are so many things i have taken from what i've learned mm -hmm. from college. Mm -hmm. okay, okay so that's why i'm like it's definitely it's real I'm, I'm definitely glad i had the experience and it's made a difference mm -hmm. when it came down to my master's yeah totally different so it wasn't like i got a master's in engineering mm -hmm. but i needed to understand business so whether it was for my own business or I'm also in corporate America, which I'm working someone else's business, mm -hmm. I also needed to understand how to play that game. Mm -hmm. So that's why that was important for me. So different path from you in terms of you knew you loved math, you, you know, and now in terms of being in education, because mm -hmm. quite frankly, of um, I've been with AT&T for 19 years and I know one Ph.D., 
And she literally said she got her PhD because her mom had hers and she was like, I'm going to oh, do wow. it too. Yeah. There are yeah. no PhDs in what we do. Mm-hmm. It's, in fact, there are some jobs that I have gotten within the company because someone just looked and said, oh, she has an MBA. But for the most part, my MBA was for me. It didn't help me in terms of, you know, oh, the job. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now, okay, she... That was a good like double up on Keenan. She got she got your back on that one. That was good. She, y'all doubled up on me on that one. That was good. That was good. I guess I guess I do get what you're saying. I just you okay. You proved your point. I guess I was saying that like I'm gonna start back at the high school. Yeah. This is this is what I don't like. I think that one of the biggest misconceptions because first of all, like go back to the financial thing we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Educators, counselors, teachers, uh, uh, um, principals, whatever. It's a lifestyle. It's not right. a job. Right. And I tell you what, like with coaching, you can win. It's plenty of times where you have to hold practice 30 minutes later and you're not talking about the sport. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of times you have to hold study hall and you're not talking about what, what's, what's this system or what's this quadratic. Form. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the decisions you make now in order to make you a better human being. Right. So I think what it comes down is you get people, and I've seen it. I hate Teach for America. Mm-hmm. That whole little, you know, why I hate it because people see it as an opportunity. Now, there are some people that want to teach that do it, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people like, hmm, I can't get a job with a degree. Let me just go ahead and get this to get an income going. Then you get a person in front of 30 kids that need it, that want it, but you're like, hmm, I'm here for the check when these two years are over. I got enough money to go do what I want to do. So then it sets up this whole thing like, hmm, I really don't care. Get out of my face. No, because when you take that angle, especially in high school, you don't put in the extra effort. Like now, we have entrepreneurship clubs at my high school. We have a robotics club. And the mm-hmm. thing is, that comes down to what? Stakeholders. People right. in the community that have ability to make connections with other people. You don't have people doing that anymore. Why? Because the people in the classroom don't care enough to be like, hey, I know hey, I know somebody that's been at AT&T on the day. Come mm-hmm. in a career day. Can you speak to the kids? Right. I know a barber that's, that's traveling, going to uh, conferences. Uh, I know a welder that's doing crane work. Hey, come in and talk to the kids. People don't go that extra step because they don't care about the kids anymore. I'm not saying they don't care about the kids, but it's not about like but, paying it forward. So it make it create. Now the system you're saying is true. I'm not saying every educator thinks the way I do, but the real problem comes in is that we stop at the school. It's the community that builds kids, parents, stakeholders, mm-hmm. principals, counselors. Well, all well that. so I want to go back because because that was never really addressed from the high school, and you you stated that earlier. Yeah. So I I think. That um, you know, and, and this is this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Everything is um, determined by the state. Mm-hmm. So when the state kind of pulls those strings, that ties our teachers. That ties their hands. Mm-hmm. So now they can't think about the kid and That's true, so, making yeah. sure that they understand and they got it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a firm be- mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that you know unless you have a learning disability, mm-hmm. that when it comes to grades, not standardized tests. But mm-hmm. great when it comes to grades, I believe that if you fail, you do not understand or know the material. Respect. It's not a matter of like, because I can go in and and math is something that's strong for me, just like it is for you, Keenan. Mm-hmm. So we could not study, go in, and we're going to make a B or C yep. all day long yep, yep, easily yep. because it's just what we know. Mm-hmm. And we're going to figure it out. And to me, a number on a paper is not going to beat me. I'm, I'm going to bust Absolutely. it every time. Yep. But see, everybody doesn't is in that same way. Mm-hmm. They can't look at an equation and figure out what X is. Mm-hmm. And so I think... I really feel they don't understand. Mm-hmm. So then when you get that failing grade, what we're seeing now, what's happening in our, our kids' own schools, 
Oh, if you fail, they give you a chance to a oh, do over. Yes. I, and oh, the do over, I believe, is I haven't talked to the teacher about it, but I believe it's because you can't fail so many kids. Yep, and so true. because the state, you got to get to this certain that's point. That's true. And so therefore you're doing it over. There's, you know, all the time in real life is not a do over. Nope. So not in that sense, you got to take that F and pull your way out. Yep. Because you can take an F and still make a B mm-hmm. at the end of the semester or the nine weeks. Mm-hmm. But that's not where we're being. That's the part that I have an issue with Mm -hmm. don't just you know if my children are not doing what they're supposed to do because I'm going to help them if I Mm -hmm. see they're failing they don't understand Mm -hmm. tell me you don't understand I can Mm -hmm. sit down with you it's very few things that I can't just pick up Mm -hmm. because that's the way I learn Mm -hmm. you know so I've told them when it came down to you know their um, foreign languages it's like oh yeah I can't help you with that but if it comes down to any math Oh, I can get that in the next in the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. No, I don't do calculus every day on my job. Mm-hmm. But if you put calculus in front of me, oh Absolutely. yeah, give me a few minutes, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. But I've got to be able to see where are you, how do you understand? And that's where you're saying mm-hmm. it goes beyond the school. Yeah. Because if I'm not sitting down at home doing that, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're gonna go to school and then I'm gonna be mad at the teacher because mm-hmm. I'm like, Well, why is TJ failing? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, you know, I need to look at what is TJ doing every night. Because yep. TJ can't be on the video games during the week. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just an absolute that's out the way. So you've got to be able to build those steps. That's where a parent comes in. Mm -hmm. But when you go to the next level, so that's high school. Mm -hmm. And I think we we get kids or, you know, they come out with these weighted GPAs and it's fake as all get out. Then you get to school and they struggling. Mm -hmm. And so that struggle is a waste of money, Mm -hmm. which is another thing I have a problem with. So it's not a matter of like, oh, the kids shouldn't go to college. It's a matter of really at 13, you should be asking, what is it that you want to do? So I go to my son's, yeah, Mm -hmm. I go to my son's um, um, eighth grade graduation and you got kids saying, what is it that they want to do? He's at a leadership school. So Mm -hmm. these kids are taught to be leaders Mm -hmm. and you have Hispanic kids seven out of 10 saying they want to be a professional soccer player. Yeah. So that would yeah. be no different than if there was a black kid saying, I want to be an NFL player or yeah. NBA player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not going to happen when you're not even on. I'm like, is he on the soccer team? You're not on the yeah, soccer exactly, team. How exactly, are you going to be a professional? Exactly. So we've got to be able to teach that. That's not, you know, sometimes um, um, Carlos says I'm, I'm a dream killer. I'm a realist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At 13, you yeah. need to go ahead. That's cute in kindergarten to say, I want to be a race car driver, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But that's not cute when you're in eighth grade, you know, it should be real. You should start thinking about what you're going to do in life. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, yeah, it was like I always knew I wanted to be an engineer. I always knew I wanted Mm -hmm. to go to NC State. I got paid to go to school, but I'm not working in it. Because it might, it, just like computer science, he loved computers, he did the work, he could put a computer together in his sleep, he taught me how to put a computer together from mm-hmm. bare bones, but that was, you know, now he's doing what his passion is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't learn that. You're fortunate enough yeah. that you're able to get that now. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. But that doesn't happen for everybody, but I also think that we should try and steer that. Yes. And we don't steer yeah. that yes. so that we can stop all the mistakes. The steer in the same way with college. Because the whole thing is, why are we not teaching more people about where the scholarships were? Yes. I wouldn't have been yeah. able to go yeah. to school. Yeah. Yeah. My parents did not have money to send me to school. Mm-hmm. What my dad said was, and when I was when I went into ninth grade, he says, if you make all A's and less than nine B's between ninth and twelfth grade, then I will buy you a car. You know, he understood that the car was cheaper than my education. You know what I didn't understand? I was out of school and saw my dad making his last car payment. Mm-hmm. He was still making car payments. He took that car payment for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. 
But he understood he couldn't pay for college straight up, but he mm-hmm. made that car payment every month. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm. In my mind, and which I did, I went to school on scholarships. Yeah. He understood if I made the grades, I would go to school, I would get paid mm-hmm. to go to school. Absolutely. And that's what happened. But we've got to start teaching yeah. in, in terms of stop getting the loans. Yeah. You know, stop trying to fund, just like funding your lifestyle. You can't, you know, fund your education. Yeah. It does not make mm-hmm. sense. I have friends that make, you know, well over a hundred grand a year, but have a hundred grand in student loans mm-hmm. out of schools t- 20 plus years. Yeah. That doesn't make sense, but they live the lifestyle they want. They just, cause they can write that um, student loan check all day long. Mm-hmm. But how much sense does that make? It's like, I came out of school completely free. I didn't have a job when I came out. But it was like, but it didn't take me long to get a job. Yeah, but you also didn't have that dark cloud over your head. Like I gotta hurry up and find a way to pay this. But I wanna, but but what instilled you in ninth grade when when he had that conversation with you? Like, yo, I I have to do it. Like it, it sent the vibe I get. It was like it was no ifs ands or buts. Mm-hmm. I'm getting these grades no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like that ambition is not around anymore though. Like whether you know what I'm saying, and for you to be a black woman and to get everything you've been and do. First of all, that's already hard within itself in, in society today. It's like. For, for some reason, black women are the most undervalued human beings we have in America. Why? I don't understand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, like, that ambition, that passion that you just spoke with about education, it's not here anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whether that's from a parent, whether that's from when you were a little girl, you're like, you know what? I'm going to be something one day and can't nobody stop it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever your why was, like, I don't think they feed that in homes anymore. You get right. what I'm saying? And like, exactly where it comes you, from. You get what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like. Like the, the the energy that you just gave off about like no nah, it was no it didn't sound like you had a plan B right I right. was getting a scholarship or 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 this school thing may not happen right you get what I'm saying well so so first of all state gave me a partial scholarship but mm. it wasn't a full scholarship mm. I worked my behind off I remember I was in a literary club tell me what we did I don't know I was in a library club <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they did you yeah. know but it was like I showed up and I remember giving speeches and off of some poems that I had written and I got a thousand dollars. I did that quite a few times. Oh, yeah. And so that's how I got paid to go to school. Oh, that's what's because up. Because yeah. I had so many of these $500 scholarships here mm-hmm. and there. You know, I'm not um, a Greek, but it was just mm-hmm. like I had a scholarship. Shout out to the Zetas because I got a scholarship from them. You yeah, know? yeah, had yeah. Had it been the Deltas or the AKAs, yeah. I would have taken that too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, when you see these opportunities out there, you've got to be able to take them. Mm-hmm. That was the most important thing, to yeah. be able to see opportunities. And mm-hmm. we don't teach our children how to see opportunities. Mm-hmm. You can make anything that's bad and make it good. Mm-hmm. Or you can make something that's ordinary and make it extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of things that we have to teach. So I think in my, you know, the drive was just a matter of, like, yeah, I remember being bullied. You know, yeah, I was the nerd. You know, I didn't really come out until it was like, oh, I was a cheerleader, you know. Mm-hmm. But before that time, it was just like, I was just in my books. I was very shy. I wasn't vocal. But my dad always taught me. He was like, you know, he would say things like, those same people, you know, who are bullying you, you know, they'll be working for you one day. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, he just yeah. put those things, you know, in me. And it was just like, you're going to be great. Yeah, and yeah. so because he always said that, then you know that was a matter of like yeah, yeah. I was yeah you yeah, have yeah, a choice yeah, right yeah. so it was like yeah you're right I didn't have a plan B mm-hmm. I didn't know I was gonna get the scholarships I like that though. I think that's yeah. a good way to be because yeah some of them I had to work for you know and I mm-hmm. remember I remember also I got to school and I started you know dealing with dudes that had mm-hmm. my mind off of my schoolwork mm-hmm. I remember losing the scholarship. But it wasn't like I could go back to my parents and say, hey, I don't have money. money yeah. I went out and found a fellowship, you know. Yeah. And, and so it was like, oh, yeah. okay, this is where working comes in. But, mm-hmm. hey, that was another $2,000 for that semester. I'm oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you, when you learn how to grind yeah. in that sense, that's what you do. Yeah. 
That was bomb. That was a bomb segment. Yeah, that was a bomb segment. Yeah, I got. I was like, get fired. All right, go ahead. And the other thing we need to think about too is, um, um, you know, we talk about that drive. Mm -hmm. Well, as parents, when you do everything for your kids, Mm -hmm. why should they come up with that drive? Mm. So when yeah. when you don't force your kids to to do for themselves, the expectation is mom and dad is gonna do for me. Mm-hmm. And you know you know I, I get um, kickbacks on this, or you know people get upset. You know I I, I tried to figure out um, where does it say that as a parent I'm required to pay for your education. True, that is a luxury. You know, after 18, the law says 18 or 21, whatever, you've grown. Where does it say that I am, it is my responsibility to pay for your education? Mm-hmm. But we as parents have, you know, I'm not saying not to, but I'm saying we've taken it, it on that it's an obli- obligation mm-hmm. that I am supposed to pay for your education and the kids milk that for what it's worth. I mean, my dad um, had the ability to pay. You know, his words to me were, Son, you get into school, wherever you want to go, I don't care where it is, I'll pay for it, but I'm not paying for any failed classes. Mm-hmm. That was his caveat. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, me looking at, you know, dad had, you know, uh, just bought a house. I got a little sister coming up. I wanted to go, you know, into the, the military, make it a career. And um, the tuition wasn't that high. I could pay it. And see, back then, I ain't gonna, I didn't really look at scholarships outside of, like, I got an ROTC scholarship. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't. My dad never said anything about it. He had mm-hmm. a high school diploma. That was it. Um, but then I started looking at co-op. So I'd co-op a semester, save my money, pay the next semester. Um, but when it comes to nowadays, kids have the expectation of, my parents are going to pay for everything. And if you don't have anything, if you don't have anything in, in you ain't got no skin in the game, you fail a class, you do bad in a, a semester, it doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. That's mom and dad's ticket. But when you start making the kids, like as Anja said earlier, you pay half, I pay half. That gets you to thinking about, am I going to go to this class? Yeah. Am I going to do this? Then it's not a vacation. Now, as a parent, I'm not paying for an experience. They're there to learn. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, that, it's that thing of education now to some kids is is four years of a resort. Yeah, they they going to chill, have fun. You know, they ain't thinking about where it gets us to the next level. I think I think this now. As much as I love my Aggies, as much as I love Auntie, I said something that means a whole lot. And I tell you, the biggest mistake I ever made, which was going to Auntie, and I'm tell you why about opportunities. I was a pretty good high school basketball player. I was just short as I, I was just short as I'll get out. I had Division II colleges like, hey, we'll pay for this. We'll pay for this. But who was I? I'm like, nah, like, I'm Division. Even though I had Division I skill, mm-hmm. I didn't look at the bigger picture of, like, hey, like, I didn't have somebody, hey, dummy, get your schooling paid for. Like, mm-hmm. basketball is an experience. I don't care if you go to the NBA. I don't want to go to the NBA, but I'm saying, like, even the people in the NBA, at the very end of the day, they're going to retire one day, and it was an experience for them, and they got to make certain relationships. I made the mistake of not understanding the power of leaving college without anything to pay for. I, I'll never forget. Like, I can go to this day, St. Andrews. It was a Presbyterian college right outside. I forgot it was outside of Fayetteville or whatever. The, the, the coach was like, hey, man, you don't understand. I can put you in a 
the apartments with the with the upper classmen. Just come and let us play for it. You pay four years. You, you know, we'll, you'll play for four years and we'll pay you for four years. Biggest mistake. And I'm going to be honest with you. Is St. Andrews the biggest college in the world? No. But knowing what I know right now versus the opportunity that was in front of me, and I got to play basketball on top of that, and forget basketball, I get to get that paid for. Mm-hmm. Those those conversations weren't had for me. It was really like even with even with like my mom and and my even college, college. If I said military, it was like a pop in the mouth before it even came. Well, you're not going college, college. So when I got the NT, that's why I went to a spiral effect. Thank God I met somebody who you know I'm with now, married, and like had a better sense of direction than I did. And it was like, hey, what's up now? Like where are we going with this? But I think that the con into the scholarships. The only scholarship I knew are the. The, the the top of the class one through five they gonna get their grade scholarships SAT scholarships and athletic all that stuff you just spoke about like I went to this club went to this sorority this fraternity I had no idea about any of that and let's be very honest my education at AT was only twenty two hundred dollars a semester mm-hmm. so that ain't that much scholarship that you would need from that's only three or four of them to get that you know what I mean right. but again the conversations weren't had it was like go get it for you again student loans was the norm right. in the house it was like you just have student loans like you go do it. Right. Now I hate even looking at them. I hate getting the emails because it's like, like when if you're and back to your friend, mm-hmm. if it's taking what you make and, and it may not be taking what you make right at the moment, right. but a hundred thousand salary and a hundred thousand on this, you're you're really just waiting for this lifestyle to end because at the very end of the day, the, the birds gonna come chirping. You know what I mean? Right. But opportunities, I do agree. I just think for college after you graduate high school, it's better to have a plan. Right. Than it is to go to college, go into business, go. You gotta have a plan. Well, even if you, even if you didn't have a, even if you wasn't quite sure, it might be worth working a year. Not without a plan. I know. Well, we, I, I mean, know gonna, I, I mean, disagree with not without a plan. I mean, the, the thing is, if you don't know what you want, and you the don't know what you're gonna do, what? But if you're working, you can get a job and go. You know, I gotta do better than this, and that'll that'll generate a plan. I'm just saying. Like for me, when I, I went to college right out of high school, mm-hmm. I left my senior year because I got a job in the field that I was I going to college. I did not know it was your senior year. Huh? I did not know it was your senior year. Oh, yeah. It was my senior year. I got close a, to the end. I got a job. That was the only time I seen my dad beg for me not to do something. And a dad who would pay for it had no issues with paying for it. No student loans. <laughs> okay, so, so I made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I stayed out. When I went back, man, I was so ready for that education. Mm-hmm. Mentally, mature-wise, mm-hmm. I was understanding. I mean, it, it was just night and day from when I went in as a as a uh, high school student. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes that for some kids where they need to either work, get an understanding of what it is, mm-hmm. And then go back and said, okay, I'm ready to handle this. I got an idea. Agreed. What I, That's I, how I was made for grad I got, school. I, got yeah. a, I know what I want to do. I know what I want to go after. And it may not be a four-year. It may be a two-year yeah. technical school mm-hmm. that I, I found what I want. And then you do it. Can I break that down a little further? Though? Yeah, break it down. Uh, so the whole thing of ownership, that's ownership because you guys were paying for those two degrees. Yeah, That yeah, makes a difference, yeah, too. Yes, yes, you You yes. can focus in when someone else is paying for it. You're not sure what you want to do, and nor do you even care at that point. Because it ain't you're hurting just, you. you. It's not hurting right, you. Right, that's why if you ain't got a skin in the game. Right. You, now you, you do, and so now you're focused on, okay, what's my next move? What am I doing with this? Oh, I got to pay this tuition? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, another year? 
oh no, I got to get this done. Like we had that conversation. You graduating in May. You oh, do yeah. what you need to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole lot. So yeah. it's like, okay, I need you to get this together, figure out what you're going to do. But that makes a difference. So, and, and, to, and to your point, and to your point, let's take Matt. Granted, Matt has uh, the very, I don't want to say skeleton because it's more than a skeleton. He has a good idea of where he's trying to get. With that, what he wants to do, right? Right. This is to the person that's working for a year after high school, whatever, whatever, right? In my opinion, if you're going to do that, you have to have some type of mentor support to be like, hey, you're working right now to figure it out. You're not working right now just to be cashing these checks every two weeks. Because somebody, you can get lost in the sauce just going into the workforce without anybody saying like, hey, you thought about what you want to do after this? Because... Going from 18 with making no money, and then you get a just say a decent paying job, mm-hmm. $500 every two weeks, yeah, it makes you feel comfortable. Like, I've never had this, right. so granted, like, if they wouldn't be able to do that because they would have me in their ear, y'all in their ear, like, hey, bro, like, what we doing, what we working with, because they see what the 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 grinded out, get the degrees, corporate side of it, then they see the entrepreneurship, like, they see both sides of it, so they have that to view and be like, I'm working towards something. Right. So, the whole thing about a plan, the plan could fail to me. Mm-hmm. It's just that you can't walk across the stage like I'm about to work for a little while. Because when you work for a little while, somebody start paying for your life. $1,200 every two weeks to a 20-year-old is like 700000 to somebody that understands what money is. You get what I'm saying? So, like, I don't disagree with you. I just think the plan is so undervalued right now. about Because, like, it's college and career readiness. That's mm-hmm. what everything is, right? right? But there's no way if you don't pick college, I feel like your senior, uh, uh, what's those projects called? I'm going to call it an outro project. I don't know mm-hmm. what an outro project should be a five-year plan, not a business plan, mm-hmm. just a five-year plan. Right. You can't just walk out this high school saying like, I'm going to go figure out what life is about. Right. Even if the plan fails or the plan is not exactly what you want to do, you just articulated a vision that you saw yourself trying to get. You got to think about the steps to get where you want to go. So I think the thing that's missing in a lot of it, and, and I don't disagree, I just think that, oh, college is not for everyone. It's not. Like, I'm not even sure if it was for me and I got the two degrees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, the plan that I wish I had at 18 is far more important than the two degrees that I have now, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that... Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, but I, I think that's that's a part of um, um, where the parenting comes in. Absolutely. Because I, I think the biggest part when we talk about education and we talk about the next generation is that, you know, first of all, we got kids having kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kid that had the kid is still trying to be the kid. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, now they're trying to be an adult and they really don't want to do it. Now you got grandparents raising kids all over again. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about when we were talking about lifestyle ownership. Mm-hmm. You got both parents outside working just trying to meet ends meet that when they get home, they tie. Mm-hmm. And the times that, like my mom was a stay-home mom. Um, and, you know, there, there were times that she did spend with us Mm-hmm. And um, uh, during that that time, that when you got two working parents, that becomes difficult. Mm-hmm. And you know now you don't spend all the time that you you need to spend on 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 the kids. So and and on top of that, we got a lot of um, single fam single parent families that kills it as 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 well. Um, so there's there's a there's a lot of things that that are against, but a lot of it has to be parent based. Mm-hmm. The one thing I can say that my wife made sure was every school that um, um, I'm gonna talk about TJ now, the youngest. Every school that he went to, we were there. PTA, the teachers knew us. The the the, the, the um 
the principal knew us. Mm-hmm. And even t- the times that I remember um, there was a time that um, they wanted to suspend TJ mm-hmm. outside the house, mm-hmm. outside the school. Mm-hmm. Man, I went in and talked to the principal. I, You're not suspending him. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I said, there's got to be an alternative. We talked it out, this, that, and the other. And it ended up, he got in-school suspension, still on his record. But the thing was, I had to get involved. Mm-hmm. If not, man, they did whatever they wanted to do with him and would have went on. But the moment that we as parents start getting involved in our kids' lives, it one, it shows the kid that they just can't do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Two, it shows the, the administration that you are one of these active parents and you're just not dropping the kid off mm-hmm. as a daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've, we've, as parents, has got to sit there and go, look, whatever we got, we want you to do better. Mm-hmm. But I want you to understand what it took for us to get where we are so you don't make the same mistakes that we made or I made <laughs> growing up. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, credit cards are, 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 are a great way to lose who you are mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you're living a life that's not you. Mm-hmm. I think Dr. Dollar said it best. He said, if you want to know who the real owner is, quit making payments. Yeah. And the real owner will come and get their stuff. That's real. But, but we, we <laughs> sitting there, we Ooh. drive nice, fancy cars. Mm-hmm putting on this air that I got it and you go home and the house is empty cabinets bare because mm-hmm. you paying for the house and the car and you can't do nothing else. That's not living. And then when it comes to the education, we want to be the big baller, but we're going, we're willing to sell ourselves, pay for something that we don't get no true and true enjoyment out of doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just for a check. So, so um, in terms of with the education first for you, I think your degrees are very well worth it, and I'm definitely yeah. encouraging you to go for a PhD because you're Ooh, an educator. I appreciate so that. So that that is something. It's not like it mm-hmm. can't. You know, it's everyone shouldn't do it, or mm-hmm. you know, college is, is not for anyone. Mm-hmm. We just said it's not for everyone. Everyone agree, agree. And so agree. it depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think very much as an educator because it's something else that you said. So I can pull out from my um, college days the engineering classes as well as I can pull out um, other curriculum that I needed those courses to graduate that just didn't, you know, like we brought up sociology. I took a sociology class. I, I can't tell you anything about it. You know, mm-hmm. it just, it, it didn't apply. But I remember taking a business writing course. That was the most important course I'd ever taken mm-hmm. in presentational skills. Mm-hmm. The fact that I get up in my corporate settings and I have to speak to people. Mm-hmm. When I go out, you know, in my son's Boy Scout troop and on Boy Scouts on a higher level, people look at me, they're like, now what do you do for a living? Because I know how to speak and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm able to speak to audiences. Mm-hmm. And so these, there are certain things that's like, oh yeah, so it's important. Everybody needs to be able to be able to speak. Everybody needs to be able to sell. Yeah. I think you that's know, a tough one to learn too, though. But yeah, yeah, because um, number one, you're selling yourself when you go into an interview. Yes, that resume looks no different from all the other resumes. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm looking at resumes, I'm like, okay, that looks the A, B, and C all looks the same. What catches my eye? Is it the pretty paper, or is it the more words? If the words is too many, if it's like multiple pages, okay, I don't even have time for that. Mm-hmm. So you are automatically overlooked. Mm-hmm. So you know, another thing that's being looked at. So when I say sell yourself. 
when I actually talk to you on the phone or I'm looking at you face to face, I need to know not are you the most intelligent, are you the most knowledgeable, mm -hmm. but do you know enough that I can teach you so that you can do the job that I need, need you, you to do. do. That's real. Yeah. And so it's these you know things. Are we um, preparing that preparing kids in high school? How do you yeah. interview? Mm -hmm. Because even if you go in and you're interviewing to work at the Gap, I need for you to always stand out. What is it that makes you special and unique? So, you know, th those are the kind of things we got to, when you show up, not just um, visually, you know, dressing for success, but visually coming in and I'm like, okay, there's something about that kid right there. Mm -hmm. I'm, I want to know something else about them, or I think they can do the job. These are the things that we don't teach in high school. I agree. I agree. And so that's what needs to go to the, the next level. Mm -hmm. And then the same way for college. I mean, you shouldn't just show up any old kind of way. Agreed. So there's different things that needs to be taught. And I wish was that it was taught in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't like the fact that honor society now to get in is about community service. That's a whole different group. Yeah. When I was in high school, that was the Key Club and Kiwanets. They did the community service. National Honor Society was because I had the grades. Mm -hmm. So I hate that they're all combined and stuff. So yeah. let's let's deal with what's what it is because I I am a leader in my community just like I'm a leader on my job, mm -hmm. and so they don't always intertwine. See, I hate to say it, this goes back to your point because they don't want to pay two people to do two, two different clubs, and it's sad, but it, it is that. And then the the plan thing, I think I did misword that. I I think I'm happy about where I've come from it. What I disagree with my plan, so like I give you a simple thing. I this is this is gonna sound ignorant, but it's my truth. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that you had to take tests to become certified until I took a class, and they was like, you can't you can't take this educational course until you pass the praxis. Mm -hmm. You remember when that happened? I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, like an attorney or like yeah. like to go to law school. Yeah, or, so I'm yeah. at A and T mm -hmm. like. I'm not I'm killing these classes like, you know, you know, public speaking mm -hmm. presentation. That was never an issue for me. And like it slapped me in the face, like because I, I knew I always wanted to be a teacher when I was, you know, mm -hmm. from basket from I just always I was a captain on the basketball. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. So I was like, my plan would have been like, hey, I need to be taking these tests. My freshman, my, my first, you know, my freshman and sophomore year. So in junior and senior year, when I'm doing student teacher, student assistant, it's not even in question. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, it took me through a whirlwind where I had to take summer classes at other universities because I had to backtrack and try to hurry up and take these tests. And I was like, you know what? That's not right. When I got into the education field, I did not know. It, when I got to the, I was just good at what I did. I always wanted to do it. You know, sometimes paper can't quantify what you're able to do. But however, when I was in it, I was like, hey, yeah, you got to take all these courses before we give you. I was on a conditional certification. Like, you got to take all these courses. I'm like, dude, I've already taken all of them. Why would I take them again? Again, that nobody challenged me to plan out what being a sick you know, a, a stable, successful educator is. Mm -hmm. So what did that mean? It cost me money. Had to pay for tests over and over, no matter how many times I failed it. But that's the plan I'm talking about. I would have went to grad school as soon as I graduated. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I took time off uh, to work and stuff, and I got in the right frame of mind. But I believe that my grad school ability, I could have got it earlier in the game if mm -hmm. I just would have pushed uh, myself. Yeah, that's, that's why. You about I, to say something? Go ahead. That's, that's, oh. that's, that's the same thing. I know. One of the reasons I went back and got my degree was um, prior to the, the market changing. I mean, I was, you know, I was making decent money. I was up in the 70s with no degree. Go ahead, no. Go ahead but, kill the game. But I didn't want, at the same time, I didn't want to just put it that way because now all of a sudden you guys, all the boys that go like, oh, I don't need no education. Dad, you're doing pretty good. Well, that was a different time. Mm -hmm. People were paying for experience. Mm -hmm. 
then all of a sudden they just want to start paying for a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you I could have got to the seventy range quicker if I had stayed in school. Mm. Then the time it took me to work my way up. Mm-hmm. So there is a time lag that you lose when you go, let me learn it on my own, opposed to let me go ahead and get my degree, let me do what I need to do. It, it does, it, it, having a degree will put you above some people mm-hmm. without it, but it's not like that's the, that's the end game. It's not like you, you, you can't make it without, without the degree. I, I believe our society as a whole has this thing um, backwards. Our teachers and education system should be one of the highest paid occupation that states pay for. Because when you do that and you properly fund it, mm-hmm. then you can put then you can declare things on the teachers. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do it, then you can replace them with people who can do it. Mm-hmm. The problem now is you don't pay them. Mm-hmm. And then the money that you pay them, they still got to dig in their pocket to get supplies mm-hmm. and to get everything else. Absolutely. And you want them to still outperform everybody else. But when it comes to budget cuts, that's the first thing you go after. Mm-hmm. It should be they're going to all teachers going to start at this level. Here's our expectation for this kind of money. And if you don't do it, we're going to find somebody else. Then you get to operate. Then you get to play with the, the cream of the crop. Then you can sit there with people who really want to teach. Then you got an overflow like, oh, you don't, you don't want to work with this and get things done? Oh, we, we, we got somebody else that could be in it. Because you got teachers that's been in it for 30 years that made a career out of it. They didn't, never made a lot of money, but it was for the love of the kids. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones to me that, that hurt. They, they learn how to get to a, te- a student and make them learn. Mm-hmm. They taught. It wasn't standardized. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a push I got to get to here. Or it wasn't I get bonus on how many people pass the end of the, uh, what is that? End of the year. Yeah, EGO, whatever that. Yeah. You know, we, we put the bonus on the wrong emphasis. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, the education system is just, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's messed up. Because when somebody comes out of high school, they should at least be prepared. If they don't go to college, they should be prepared to live life. Mm-hmm. And they're not. So, uh, um, just in that, he, he brought up end of grade, end of year, SATs. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing with that is, that doesn't determine in terms of what you know. But yeah, that's a studying. Yeah. That's a studying. Teach someone how to go through it, and you can master that. Yes. Yeah. So, Absolutely. that's, that's just, uh, my whole thing is being prepared. Mm-hmm. You can be prepared with that, too. Yeah. We don't prepare ourselves. We're like, oh, yeah, just go in on your own. And then it's like, oh, because that's not some of the stuff that you're doing is not actually taught in school. Mm-hmm. So you go through it and it's like, oh, yeah, we never learned that. So, I, you know, All I remember with, with Matthew, you know, he struggled like third or fourth grade. Well, the whole thing was I pulled down all of the North Carolina standardized tests from previous years, had him to take it, timed him, went through it, stuff mm-hmm. he didn't know. We went through it. He saw those very same questions. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we've never done this before. But he saw it on those previous tests. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it is. That Pantone. That's the kind of. Pantone. Yeah, that's it's great. all that, about. So it, 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 it is. Like, like, um, it, do, it do, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. That doesn't happen. That's um, When I tell y'all. I'm not trying to be funny. There are kids that sit in the classroom with me for 10 months, and I and their parents walk by me right now. 
I have no idea who they are. Right. Like, let's take education off for, for mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. If I'm dropping my youngin that I created off with you, you gonna I'm gonna know what you look like, mm-hmm. and you gonna know what I look like. Right. Even let's yeah. say if, if you killing the game, you a best teacher in the world. That's cool. You just need to know when I walk by. Oh, I, I teach a child. Hey, how you doing? How's everything going? I'm good. How are you? Right. So like, just in the fact of like, I don't, I don't even want to bring it to our community. That's a whole another hour worth of podcast. What I'm saying is like that mm-hmm. is like. Um, it's, it's, it's a misconception and it's undervalued knowing that you got and, and I would go as far as like even like family not only just parents like having people from multiple aspects like siblings me and my brothers right you all we don't have to we, we can disagree with each other a lot more than they than we can disagree with you all you know what I mean right. but that gives them like, mm, I don't like that and we you can say like mm, well try it this way but you gotta try the parents way first because that's out of respect but like the having the different people you can call because a lot of times and dad I ain't you know anyone put you out it's like it's like no I don't care about the rest no and, but but if you don't have somebody you can call like okay dad said is I'm gonna do what dad said but hey look and she can be like well he just said this but she could just open him up to another way how does this look they can call me hey bro when you was doing this that is a different perspective. I, I can give them the nitty gritty from a sense because I'm not thinking about the parental aspect because I'm just trying to help you when I was there. You know what I mean? Right. That does not happen. So I'm going to put it on another level. The next thing is mentorship. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. something that is definitely undervalued mm-hmm. in our community. So even if one, I want for all of y'all, you know, even at your age that you still feel that you can come to me and you can mm-hmm. talk to me about anything. Yeah. Well, the same way down to TJ at 14 years old, whatever he's going through, I want him to be able to, to share that with me. But it shouldn't just be my perspective. So he has, uh, you know, scout leaders. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. has mentors. He has, you know, teachers that are just like, we love him and want to keep up with him for the rest of his years to come. It's like, what? You know, so you, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, when you yeah, have yeah. someone tell you that, yeah. or, you know, they're writing an essay for him <laughs> to get into high school and it is not generic. They put down oh, every yeah, little yeah. aspect mm-hmm. of this kid. And you're like, what? You know, so that's, these are the kind of people that you need to position your kids around. You know, it may not be the pastor at church, you know, but, you know, maybe it is the Sunday school teacher or something, mm-hmm. but it needs to be someone that you can say, hey, can I talk to you? Not so much that you can't talk to mom and dad, but you need to be able to have that. And it should go on, not just from teenage years, but it should continue. You should have at least two to three mentors in your life. Because one should be someone who is an educator. One should be outside of who what you're doing right now is focusing who's doing it mm-hmm. or have, who has done it you know the fact that um my high school principal still yeah. knows about my life and, and keeps that's up what's me, up yeah, you know? yeah yeah you know he's like well i wrestle too so oh yeah i keep up with math you know so yeah. he knows what goes on mm-hmm. when i'm um you know every one of my managers knows about my four sons you know so mm-hmm. they they can tell you you know they're i have uh i had a manager who was just like oh so you know he may not know keenan but he's like oh the teacher you know because yeah, he yeah, knows yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what it is but yeah. he's speaking into me because he was really involved in high school he's whatever so mm-hmm. you've got to have people that can be around you know I've never you know um, when you you know next year of your birthday you know mm-hmm. I don't know uh, I have a parent well mm-hmm. I have a 29 year old so yeah. it's like okay so I need help with that mm-hmm. well you have someone who's already been there and done that mm-hmm. so in this life as we live this life we're not doing it alone Absolutely. we should always have somebody who's there so yes. there should always be someone who's got us along the way. I, I'm just saying, like, I can't edit this. Like, that's a perfect, like, 
drop the mic moment, but we can keep going. But yeah, might. do edit that because it wasn't drop the mic. She had like three or four. No, when I say edit, I mean like I'm gonna cut it off right there. Okay, she had like three or four. Though, okay, yeah, the she moments. did. Um, is, Dad, was, do you uh, got? Because <laughs> you're gonna edit. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying I'm cutting all this out. Okay. So it doesn't matter. You don't need to say. Yeah. Anything.